0: Are you ready to start busting the overwhelm that keeps you frustrated and stressed so you can experience peace and freedom? Well, let's have a free, no obligation chat. Just head on over to mrproductivity.com. That's Mr. All spelled out M I S T E R mrproductivity.com and click the coaching tab and hop on a free call with me. Let me see how I can help you on the podcast today, how to have a productive and effective meeting uh, trigger warning here. Some of what I'm about to say may make you upset, especially if you're someone who is addicted to having meetings and we all know there are people in this world that live for meetings. So let me just start out right here because I reached out to a couple of my colleagues and I asked them, hey, these are the things I want to talk about on the podcast episode today. What do you think? And one of them is Christy Andrzejczyk. And she is a CFO, COO for the Texas CPA Houston chapter. And she pointed out to me that meetings can be a time for collaboration and brainstorming with remote working and a hybrid working situation. Meetings are being seen as a way to bring the team together. However, my opinion, as controversial as it may be, is that most, but not all, meetings are a waste of time. Now, I base this on conversations I've had with folks who have to deal with meetings, not just daily, but sometimes multiple times a day. I will say, meetings can be a good thing, but they can also be an utter waste of time. Is that an amen I heard? Thus, this episode. So, Let me give you some tips on how to have a productive and effective meeting. Number one, before you create a meeting, I want you to ask yourself this question. If you're a meeting planner, if you're a leader, if you're in the C-suite, whatever, including HR, by the way, Can this issue be addressed via email? If the answer is yes, then create an email that is no longer than it needs to be and addresses the issue specifically and only that issue. This is not a time where you also talk about what you're going to do on the upcoming company party or vacation or anything else. You just address the issue. In the email, you also add, if you have any questions, please reply to this email. Do not reply all. We've all been on those email exchanges where maybe the HR department sends an email out and they forget to blind copy everyone and people have questions and they reply all. Don't reply all. Now, if the answer is no to the question, can this issue be addressed via email, then you're going to begin the process of creating a meeting. Now, the first thing you need to do is determine the meeting objectives and outcomes, okay? Don't just have a meeting because you like having meetings and you wanna have a big meeting and all kinds of PowerPoint. You need to determine ahead of time, what are the objectives, what are the outcomes. Next, invite only those who need to be at the meeting in person. So for example, let's say you're inviting a certain department and this department has one supervisor or team lead or manager, whatever you call them. And that individual has 40 people underneath them. Well, Just invite that top person. And then that person after the meeting can come back and notify his team instead of bringing the entire department to the meeting. I've seen companies do this before. I have been in those meetings before. And I'm like, why do we have an auditorium full of people? It doesn't make any sense to me. And like I said, they can be updated one-on-one in a department meeting, whatever. Also, when the meeting is required, send an agenda to all invitees, not everyone in the company to all the invitees. Again, the team lead, the department manager, whatever, he can discuss the meeting with his department and say, hey, this is what's on the agenda. Do you have anything you would like me to bring up? Now, the meeting, this is for the person who is creating the meeting. This is not a networking event. I don't know about you, but I've been to plenty of meetings and it turns out, oh, I haven't seen you since last week. How's the baby? How's the kid? This is not a networking event. Because it's not a networking event, no refreshments. (gasps) Did he just say no refreshments? I did. Oh, you think that's bad? I got another idea in just a few minutes. It's going to shock you even more. No refreshments, no coffee, no water, no soda, no Danis, no donuts, nothing. If this is determined that it has to happen, this meeting needs to stick to the point. Feeding people, giving people something to drink is not on the menu for the meeting. They want to bring it with them. That's fine, but do not serve it. It's also going to save you some money as well. Second thing is, do not read the agenda. This is an utter waste of time because, well, you already sent it out, right? And it is the responsibility of the attendees to read the agenda ahead of time. If they don't, that's on them, not on you. Number three, the actual meeting, start on time, regardless of who's there. If no one is there and the meeting's supposed to start at 9.30, and you are the one that is leading the meeting. You start. Now, this is going to seem really awkward. People are going to be walking in with their friends. Hey, yeah, yeah. What's going on right now? Yeah. The meeting started at nine Don't greet them. The meeting has already started. You just keep on talking and guess what's going to happen. The next time you have a meeting, if you have another meeting, they're going to be early. <laughs> I promise you that. Okay. Now. Another thing is you need to end the meeting, not at the scheduled time. What did he just say? Not at the scheduled time, but when the topic or topics has been addressed. So if the meeting is from nine 30 to 11 and you're done at 10, 15 meeting over. I have been in those meetings where it went to the very end just because it was scheduled. Don't do that. When you're done with a meeting, dismiss people. Now, you may go, I never do that. Well, I promise you there are companies that do that. Now, here is an advanced tip. This is what's going to shock you even more than the no refreshments. Have a standing meeting. People tend to be to the point when they have to stand. The meetings don't last that long. They're not going to bloviate. They're going to get right to the point. Here's the update in the project. Whatever they need to share with the meeting attendees. If you're standing and there's no refreshments, you'd be surprised how people get right to the point. It's amazing. If someone has not asked to speak at the meeting beforehand, make it clear in the original email in the agenda and at the beginning of the meeting, that only those on the agenda will be permitted to speak. There will be no exceptions. If you don't do this and you say, anyone got questions? Well, your meeting is going to go a lot longer than you anticipated. Now, if you are an attendee of the meeting, number one, arrive on time. Translation, get there before the start time. If the meeting starts at 930, be there no later than 925. Number two, read the agenda before you arrive. Maybe if you have a team and they're not going to go to the meeting, like I alluded to earlier, then you need to tell them what's on the agenda and ask them, is there anything they need you to bring up ideally so you can let the meeting planner know, hey, I would like to be on the agenda. Make sense? Number three, take notes. Do not trust your brain. It will fail you, I promise you. And number four, like I already mentioned several times in the show today, do not ask to speak if you've not been asked to be on the agenda. Most meeting planners are meticulous when it comes to the agenda. This is the outcomes we want. These are the results we want. Here's who's speaking. If you didn't, raise your hand and say, hey, I would like to speak at this meeting, I have something to share, then do not ask to speak when you're at the meeting. You had plenty of time. You've already got the original email and the agenda. Now, after the meeting, if you are the meeting planner, email all attendees the minutes as soon as possible. Why? So they can make notes because they just went to the meeting. Now they can make notes about who they need to follow up with and the minutes should include any duties assigned and the deadline for each. So if you gave Bobby a project and you say, I want it done three weeks from this Friday, that should be in the follow-up email with the minutes. If Bobby needs to get with Susie, make sure all the information is very clearly spelled out. Again, this minutes email should contain just the minutes and necessary information. You don't want to, again, put anything that does not apply to the meeting. People are really good at compartmentalization. When they get the minutes from meeting in email, they want it just to be about the meeting. So I hope this episode helps you. Maybe you're not in a position of authority at your business, but you can share this episode with your leaders and say, Hey, I heard this interesting podcast. I think you should give it a listen. You never know by you doing that. It just might change the way your company does meetings or the way you do meetings. And now you can begin to have productive and effective meetings. I would love to know what you thought about this topic. The easiest way to do that is go to my website. There is a redirect, so you don't have to figure out how to spell Mark Stuchowski. Go to MrProductivity.com. Mr is all spelled out. M-I-S-T-E-R. MrProductivity.com. Click the contact tab and send me a message. Whether you agree with me or not, I would love to hear from you. MrProductivity.com. Click the contact tab and send me a message. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. I really appreciate your time and attention. Before you go, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you have not subscribed to this podcast in your podcast player of choice, would you do that right now? This way, every time a new episode comes out, you will be informed. Second thing is, while you are subscribing, please consider leading a rating and a review. This helps the podcast get discovered. And the third thing, I know I'm asking a lot of you, the third thing is, if you know of someone who can use this episode right now, why don't you just share it with them? Every podcast player that I'm aware of makes it really easy to share an episode. So if you're thinking of a family, a colleague, a neighbor, a friend who needs to hear this episode, go ahead and hit that share button and send this podcast to them right away so I can help them like I helped you. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back real soon with a brand new episode.